Welcome to a series of talks about objective consciousness, an objective universe, and an objective way to awaken, expanding upon the works of George I. Gurdjieff and Russell A. Smith. This podcast is part two of Appendix One of the audiobook of The Blueprint of Consciousness. In this episode, we continue to present the objective exercise in awakening with the first part of the premise. As far as we know, this exercise is perhaps the only reliable and objective way to awaken higher centers that currently exists. Let's begin. The Blueprint of Consciousness An Accelerated Path to Awakening by Russell A. Smith Appendix 1 Part 2 The Objective Exercise The Premise Are you ready for the objective exercise? When the higher center gave Russell the objective exercise, it told him to begin like Gurdjieff began, by describing human beings as a three-story factory. And it further told him to use Uspensky's diagram of the four centers. Take the three end-to-end strips from the cards diagram that show man as a linear octave and then place them in three rows. Uspensky's diagram of the four centers has three rectangles stacked one atop another which contains four circles and, as Uspensky put it, portray a man standing looking to the left. The lower story has two circles, which represents man's instinctive and moving centers. The middle story has one circle, representing the emotional center. The upper story has one circle, representing the intellectual center. And here we show the image of P. D. Uspensky's diagram of four centers. In Uspensky's diagram, the intellectual center is in the upper story. However, as revealed in Russell's cards diagram, the intellectual center is not actually in the upper story. It is in the middle story. But since the higher mental center is in the upper story, and since its mechanical part is the intellectual center, we could say, in a roundabout way, that the upper story does somewhat represent the intellectual center. Even though Spensky's model may be in some ways incorrect, for us to better comprehend what we are now going to discuss, we will use Uspensky's diagram of the four centers as we proceed with this part of the objective exercise. In Uspensky's diagram of the four centers, the instinctive and moving centers are in the bottom story. The emotional center is in the middle story and the intellectual center is in the upper story. Having that as our basic concept, the following question 
was put forth by Russell's higher centre. What if you treated your three-storey factory like it was a three-stage rocket ship? Take the bottom strip from the cards diagram, turn it over and draw a three-stage rocket ship on the back. Remember three-stage rocket ships? Back in the day, when they sent astronauts to the moon, they used what are called three-stage rocket ships, which simply meant rocket ships that had three stages. That is, they had a lower stage, which contained most of the fuel, a middle stage, which contained less fuel, and an upper stage, which contained even less fuel. And, on top of those three stages, was a tiny little capsule, which contained astronauts all going, Ah! Here is how a three-stage rocket ship works. You begin by firing the first stage. Most of the fuel, the force, is in the first stage. You keep firing the first stage until all its fuel is consumed. Then, when all its fuel is gone, you drop the first stage and ignite the second stage. By dropping the excess weight of the first stage, the rocket ship continues to accelerate as the second stage is fired since it no longer carries the weight of the first stage. The second stage continues to fire, until it too consumes all its fuel. Then, when all its fuel is gone, you drop the second stage and fire the third stage. After the third stage consumes all its fuel, the tiny little capsule is released, escaping the gravity of Earth, and either enters into orbit or is sent to the moon. Wow! What a ride! So, the higher center told Russell to instruct students to imagine themselves as a three-stage rocket ship. That is, to treat their three-story factory as if it was a three-stage rocket ship, with the instinctive center being the force of the first stage, the emotional center being the force of the second stage, and the intellectual center being the force of the third stage. It said, if people sequentially fire and consume the fuel in all three stages, then they too will escape the pull of their lower story, achieve orbit and awaken. So, are you ready? We will now explain the second part of the objective exercise in great detail. It is called The Premise. 
the higher said that you should use the words I wish to remember myself when you do the exercise. That is, to say the appropriate word silently to yourself as you consume the fuel in each stage. I will represent the first stage and will signify the lower story, the body. When you say the word I, you are to engage all your senses. That is, to have full-blown attention on sensing. Sensing everything. The light on your eyelids. The barely audible sounds. The smell of the room. Your weight in the chair. The clothes on your body. The hair touching your forehead. Your feet touching the ground, etc. I sensing. I sensing. I, the body, sensing. Sensing as if there was a tiger in the room, which you cannot see, but desperately need to sense. That is, to smell, hear, taste, and even have the hairs on the back of your neck sensing where it is. Previously, when we went through the blueprint of consciousness and you did the pick a center exercise, if you picked the instinctive center, you exercised your senses. You tried to smell every smell, hear every sound, see every movement, and hold your attention on every sensation. Full-blown attention, very attentive, and very strong. Remember, you are able to bring strong attention to your sensing when you did. Perhaps you now understand how that exercise was preparing you for today. By doing the exercise, you are learning how to bring great attention to sensations, albeit it was only for a short time. However, we now want you to do it for a longer time, that is, until you have exhausted the attention of your instinctive center. We are talking about more than just mechanical attention about more than just mechanical sensing. That is, you can mechanically sense all day long. You can see things moving. You can smell things cooking. You can hear a hum in the distance. And you can sense that your shoes are too tight. You can sit there all day and mechanically sense, because your senses never stop working. Your ears are always hearing, but they are not always listening.
Your eyes are always seeing, but they are not always watching. Your nose is always picking up scent, but it is not always focused on what it is smelling. Your taste buds are always receptive, but you rarely pay attention to what they actually receive. Your sense of touch never sleeps, but you only notice the scratchy, prickly, pokey stuff. So, your senses are always working, but they work without attention and only work mechanically. To hold attention on what you are sensing requires that you activate the higher parts of your centers. But to do that, you need fuel. Gurdjieff postulated that every center has two small accumulators from which they draw energy. If an accumulator becomes depleted, we yawn, attempting to switch accumulators. If both accumulators become depleted, the center will steal energy from another center's accumulator. In our studies, we have found that holding attention rapidly depletes the accumulators. That is, it rapidly burns fuel. For example, if you were on guard duty and heard a noise, you would bring your instinctive center to full attention. You would watch. You would listen. You would smell. And you would taste the air, at least for a moment, to see if you could determine what the noise was. But to do so, requires attention. And, as we just said, attention burns fuel. So you quickly abandon that heightened state of sensing and immediately fall back to just mechanical sensing. That is, until the next noise is heard or movement observed. We repeat, you cannot hold attention very long. That is, if you bring great attention to your sensing, you will consume the fuel of your instinctive center's accumulators very rapidly. So, the higher told Russell to have the students say, I, and then sense like their lives depended on it just like the guy who stood silently at the mouth of his cave, the guy who had to stand there smelling for danger, listening for danger, tasting for danger, and watching for danger, before he dared venture out. The guy who had to put maximum attention on every one of his senses. Making the higher parts of a center function rapidly depletes the fuel of that center. A jack will not do this. 
because, as a mechanical part, it functions automatically. But the higher parts, the queen and the king, will. However, a person can only generate strong attention for so long. After taking hundreds of students through the exercise, Russell came to find out that on average, for the instinctive center, it is four, five, or maybe six minutes. Russell had a few students generate attention for 20 or 30 minutes, and even had one who went for an hour. But that is rare. If a person is bringing all their attention to bear on their sensations, on their body, and on their eye, it will not take them very long to deplete the attention of their instinctive center. Thus, in four, five, or six minutes, they will find themselves out of attention, after which they will fall back into their jack and only be randomly sensing, that is, acknowledging one sensation, then another, then a third, and so forth. So, normally, a student will be able to hold their attention on sensations for four, five, or six minutes, after which they are out. But, as we said, Russell had a few students go 20 minutes and thought, wow, that is long. He even had one go for an hour. Then, afterwards, came to find out that they woke up while sensing. Why? Because they were using their emotions and intellect as well and wanted it so badly and were trying so hard to hold the place. They actually woke up while doing the sensing. How did they hold attention for an hour? Well, when the higher center showed up, it had a ton of attention, much more attention than the lower centers had. Or, as Gurdjieff would say, they tapped into their large accumulator. Okay, after four, five or six minutes, you will be out of attention, unless you are sensing mechanically. When you are out of attention, you are effectively saying to the boys in Houston, Houston, I am out of fuel. I have nothing left. I can only sit here sensing mechanically, but I cannot do it with great strength and great force. I am being invaded by too many random thoughts. At first, I pushed the random thoughts out and reasserted strong sensing. But my sensing is growing weaker and weaker. And the outside random thoughts keep coming in and corrupting it. I have no attention left. And I can no longer hold the place 
with great force. At that moment, stop the first stage and quickly move to the second stage. The wish. The wish is your emotions. Now, you must hold the wish, your feelings. Try to bring all your emotions to bear. Try to hold all your objective prayer moments. Hold them all. Hold them all at the same time. Hold every emotion that you have experienced. All your sacred moments. Exude the wish. Exude emotions in yourself. Feel. You may start to cry. If you do, do not be embarrassed by your tears. But if you are embarrassed, hold the embarrassment. You may even wail or make some other sounds. Do whatever you must do to hold your emotions for as long as you can. And, just like sensations, emotions will have a finite amount of attention. If your strength of attention on sensations went for four, five or six minutes, then your emotions might go for three, four or five minutes. It is usually less, because there is less fuel in the second stage. But hold the wish, the emotions, for as long as you can. Hold your attention on your feelings and try to embrace your emotions. Try to deplete the fuel of your second story by holding the wish until it too is about to fall from the higher parts back into the jack, the mechanical part, which could sit there all day long and go, Oh, I remember the summer that I went to the lake. Oh, that was such a nice time. And I remember the dance I went to in high school. What fun! That is, you can scan your memories and remember individual moments of emotion, but probably not hold your emotions as intensely as you did with your sensations, like when you were trying to sense the tiger. If you wish with all of yourself, you will reach a moment when you are no longer able to bring your emotions to bear. And thus, you will have depleted the attention of your second story, and as such, will have no fuel left in the second stage of your rocket ship. So, after three, four, or five minutes, you will be out. But, before that, Try as hard as you can to stop random thoughts and keep re-emphasizing your wish. Try to maintain attention on all your emotions for as long as you can. However, when random thoughts keep entering and entering and you can no longer hold attention on your emotions and you realize that you are going to fall back into your jack and will just be sitting there 
conjuring up past pleasant moments of your life. Again, announce to the boys in Euston, Euston, I am done. I have tried. I have held it for as long as I can, but I cannot hold the wish any longer. I am spent. And, just like before, your second stage is out of fuel. When it is, rapidly move to the third stage. That concludes today's podcast. If you would like a chance to read the whole book, The Blueprint of Consciousness, An Accelerated Path to Awakening, which is available as a high-quality 520-page hardback and also as a PDF download, simply visit our store at our website, thedogteachings.com. The Blueprint of Consciousness contains an objective exercise to awaken you for real and has literally awakened hundreds of people. Check our website where you'll be able to listen to other talks, obtain diagrams, animations, supporting videos and much, much more. You can also find us on Instagram, Telegram and Facebook under The Dog Teachings. And, as a reminder, we have two Zoom classes every Sunday to assist you. Level 1 is freely available for anyone who purchases the Blueprint of Consciousness. And the other is for those who have obtained the Master Exercises and the Double or Nothing Exercises. And we have a regular book walkthrough class on Thursdays. See under Resources Zoom Classes for more details. All at thedogteachings.com That's T-H-E-D-O-G-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-S dot com Goodbye. Until next time.